This is Brandon Cooks, and you're listening to Rosser Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com and presented by MyBookie, where you can use promo code ROSTER. That will get you 100% deposit bonus at mybookie.ag, ROSTER, in all capital letters for 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. More on those guys later. My name is Alex Dunlap, here with Byron Lambert. It's the week six waiver edition. Byron, we made it to week six. What the hell is going on, brother? I just uh, love seeing my guy Madison up at top, man. (laughs) Yeah, things just uh, always seem to come home to roost. And anytime we get to have a golden sun like that kind of rise to the top, man, it's it's just it's fun for us because it's just kind of confirmation on all the work we do over all the years. And, you know, a guy like that was somebody that nobody else even, (laughs) even cared about coming out of Boise, you know, what, two years ago. And. I, mean, I almost real, had like, he's, a, he's an important player in the league now, man. A really important player. I almost had a like a bias against him just because of the other boys, you guys that I've hated or felt like they've just been no good. But man, just like he's been, he's been a. You were always the original. You were the originalist on uh, on 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 that guy. So um, yeah. It's good to see. What so? What do we make of him? This I mean, he's going to well, get. It might only be a one week play because it's it sounds gonna, like Dal Dalvin will be out this week and then bye bye next week. So, but you know. but it's Atlanta, and if you're one and four, or you're two and three, or something like that, is a we haven't done our initial rankings yet. Um, Alexander Madison, what a top probably eight to ten running back on the whole entire slate. This next week, I haven't even looked at what is – have they even done DraftKings pricing yet? Everything is so screwed up because I haven't been able to do the matchup tool like I would like to do today. I haven't been able to look at um, – you know, our snap counts data hasn't gotten pulled yet just because our our um, our, our stat provider is not sending anything until all this week's games are over. And clearly that's fine. I mean, we, we need this game tonight before we can make the, make the matchup tool. I'm just wondering if uh, you know, with all the stuff that was that happened in daily this week with the different stat providers and everything, it looks like they it looks like they have looks like they have the millionaire maker up. So let me just look and see. What do you think Alexander Madison's pricing is next week? Ooh, okay. What what's what's Alexander Madison's pricing? Um, At home versus Atlanta, dude. They're they're gonna make you pay more than that. They're gonna make you pay out the nose. Seventy two. 72 he's the he's the one two and so christian mccaffrey doesn't count here dalvin cook doesn't count here because he's not going to go he's alexander madison is the third most expensive player on on the slate on DraftKings at the running back position it goes aaron jones aaron jones at at tampa which i don't want any part of um derrick henry at houston or houston at derrick henry which i want all the parts of and that's only that that's only 100 dollars more 
than Madison. So I, I won't, I'm not sure I'm going to be playing Madison versus Atlanta, actually. Man, they, that's sharp. They, back in the day, DraftKings would have like would have made him 4,500. 4, and and that would have been a thing, but it's, it isn't going to be a thing. He uh, got most of the action, and we've always said that he's one of the few guys in the league that's worthy of owning as a handcuff just – uh, simply because what he's what we always say is a high efficiency yield handcuff. He's going to give you 80, 90% of what Dalvin gives you. And I mean, it doesn't look the same as when Dalvin's in there, but when you look down at the box score, like, dude, his yards per carry are awesome. He's a, he, he, he can be involved in all phases of the game. Um, I think you're right, Alex. If this is a must-win situation, you're going to have to pay up. If you're a Dalvin Cook owner, you're going to have to pay up. Um, you have to be cognizant. It is probably a one-week, you know, play. But look, if maybe if you um, aren't a Cook owner and you have to pay up for him and use him this week, then maybe he's a guy you can package up and trade over the buy to a Dalvin Cook owner who would like that peace of mind. So you might be able to, um, you might be able to get a little bit of extra utility out of him that way if you get a little bit creative. Yeah, for sure. Um, what is, but so he's sort of in a tier of all his own. I think it's, I think people are going to be more interested this week as I get the sheet pulled up. The sheet is available to our pro members over at rosterwatch.com already, even though we don't have the snap counts. And I would prefer to have the snap counts and the big tool available for these guys, but that's just how it goes this week, man. COVID, we can't do anything about this stuff. So, um, we will, uh, we will just do what we can here with the data that we have available to us. But the, but the cheat sheet is, is up. Alexander Madison is in sort of a tier of his own. Did you not think that um, – just what did you think about Justin Jackson last night? What did you think about how that team looks without Austin Eckler? It was our first look at it. Um, boy, man, how, how, how awesome does, does – um, how awesome does Justin Herbert look like he's going to be, dude? He's just – I mean, I wouldn't have thought he was going to be this good just from watching him at the senior bowl and everything. We liked him. He was our all senior bowl quarterback, but he looks great. And you guys, um, you guys in the chat, we'll get to a bunch of your questions. Uh, you guys have, look, man, if you have questions about trades and stuff, we'll try and get to a few of them. Just put them in here. The one thing I really want from you all, though, in the chat is ask us about players that you might want to be dropping for some of these players that we're talking about. And that'll help me make a list at the very end that we can talk about whether or not to drop those guys. But uh, Tristan Bratcher, Scott Kimmett, thanks. Thanks, Scott Kimmett. I've, I've, I've noticed all your posts on our YouTube videos. We, we really do appreciate that, brother. Thank you. Um, Tristan Bratcher, Kipsy, Blue Crew, Shep. Um, we will get to your questions here shortly, but let's kind of get over some of the players first. Byron, what about what did, what did you think about him, Justin Jackson? Well, first of all, you mentioned Herbert. Yes. I don't think there's a young quarterback in the league not named Patrick Mahomes that I would take over Justin Herbert if I was a NFL GM starting a team today. Um, if we see any more of this, I don't even think I need to see any more. I'm pretty sure I know what we have, but I think that Justin Herbert is a better prospect than Josh Allen. He's a better prospect than Lamar Jackson. I think he at this point looks <laughs> oh, God, Are you serious? Uh, no yeah. question. No question. Uh, he's a he's a better version of Josh Allen. He's clearly a better passer than Lamar Jackson's ever going to be, a much bigger-bodied guy too. Um, to me, he looks every bit as good as Joe Burrow. We'll see. To me, it's not clear that Joe Burrow is a way better prospect at this point. Um 
so to me, Herbert is on the very shortly got Dak with an injury. Now I would take Herbert over Kyler. If I see any more of this, I would take Herbert over Kyler if I was starting a franchise. So Tom Telesco, man, that guy, I think he cashed in big, man. This is a, this is, this is big time what they've got going on. Uh, what does this mean so for the Dolphins? The Dolphins could have had him. There was talk that the Dolphins were, were going to take him. I mean, is it, I think it's just pressure to get Tua out Tua? there sooner than later. Well, they're just pressure on Tua too, right? I mean, he's got to be good, man. Like that, like I think he will be, dude. I think do you get it is so refreshing to the eyes to get these young live arms throwing the ball down the field into these games. It's just it. it you can just see the difference between a guy who's even been playing seven, eight years in the league. It, it takes a little something out of the arm. These guys have so much snap and pop, and they can these big, big. Just it's fun to watch, man. Um, so I think Tua can play that exact style. And Parker, you see Preston Williams; he's on the sheet this week, Alex. I think we're starting to see Preston Williams maybe round into shape a little bit after the knee injury last year. I think maybe it's taking him a little bit of time. Um, you got Gesicki, so we'll see. But Tua, I think, is going to look like a live, fresh arm. That's and he, if you remember at Alabama, he's a guy that looked down the field, and I think he's got the players to do it. So I think we are officially on Tua watch, uh, even though Fitzpatrick's doing just fine. Uh, and as far as Justin Jackson, I, I guess you know the way I look at that, Alex, is I make this sheet every week, and you know it's so often that I see guys that you know were begrudgingly at the top. And, one week or another and so expensive guys that a lot of times we talk about trying to avoid on here. And then, you know, weeks later, you know, you see him back at the bottom of the sheet again. So I know that Justin Jackson offers a lot of promise um, based on what we saw last night and the situation. I can see if you, if you need somebody now, I can see getting aggressive after him, but just from my perspective, when you're looking at, at all the waiver pickups you've got to make over the entirety of the season, I think he's a priority, but I'd like to exercise a little bit of caution there. If it's a free agent budget situation, you know, if it's just a, using a, a waiver priority, then, you know, by all means, if you need a running back, I think you can pretty much do what you need to there. It looks like I, I know we don't have the snap count tool up yet, but it, which is so tilting to me. But I'm just I'm looking on the internal NFL communication site right now at the old school game books. It looks like. Justin Jackson had 59% of the snaps and Joshua Kelly only had 35% of the snaps. So the other thing is, I think the chargers are on by this week, Alex. So yeah. you've got to be, you know, aware of what you're sure. doing on the waiver wire. If, you know, you're, if that guy's not even going to be available to you, this Justin week. Jackson, you want to be closer to a uh, Austin Eckler return, Justin Jackson with 21 opportunities. I thought he looked like he was going to come in and maybe cuck Joshua Kelly just a little bit. It just it looked like that a little bit. It looked a little bit like that to me. So I'm I'm a little bit worried about Kelly. If I can maybe trade him, I'm thinking about trying to trade him. But I'm I'm, I'm interested in picking up Justin Jackson. Um, I like the way that this offense is going with Justin Herbert. I think they're going to be you know better and better. And just seeing the snap count and seeing that you know he had 21 interactions. I mean 21. He he had 15 attempts for 71 yards. So he averaged 4.7 per attempt. And he had he had five receptions on, on, on six targets. That's like, that's going to, that's going to be a role that's, I mean, what if they think about Joshua Kelly, like they're going to like, he, he's going to have the same role and we're going to have to see if Justin Jackson can be like Eckler. 
that would be, I mean, he'd be such a boon to pick up. So, well, I um, think you're going to have to still, you're going to have to wait over a week to even get to play him. You, you don't get him this week. So it's like, right. You're gonna use a big waiver priority just to stash the guy. It's not like we don't know anything about Justin Jackson. And then Eckler is going to be back. I mean, it's, I don't, I mean, it didn't sound, it didn't sound like that timeline was going to be maybe as long as everybody initially feared. So put another week or two in the rearview mirror here and, you know, you have a few weeks to capitalize on Justin. Jack. I guess the bigger question: Can he steal Josh Kelly's, you know, uh, role at some point to be the other guy that's in there when Eckler returns and maintain value rest of the season? Uh, you know, that'll be interesting to watch. Do you think that any of these other guys, you know, at the running back position? Of course, you can find them all at the waiver wire cheat sheet. Any of these guys? Um, at the running back position are sort of, you know, who are more down the list, not in the same, you know, free agent acquisition budget bid you've outlined as Alexander Madison, but these guys who are farther down, like in this same tier, you've put Justin Jackson. I would certainly think he belongs at the very top of that tier. I might even say um, maybe somebody who I might go a little bit higher than 10% budget on maybe 15% budget. Um, just cause I, 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 I have a feeling that Anthony Lynn has a, a little something for Justin Jackson. He goes back to what he said at the combine where he said, he's got the best intuition of any running back on the whole uh, team. He said since then that this team is built or he see, he said before uh, Joshua Kelly started to come on that a lot of this team's running game was going to be built around Justin Jackson and stuff. And he's been hurt. I just, I have a feeling that we, we haven't seen the last of that guy as far as, you know, the, the, the land of fantasy football, but and these other guys that are down here on the list, they really get you like get you up and excited. It feels like a pretty feels like a pretty slim week to me. Besides Madison, and to me, I thought Justin Jackson would be maybe a little bit more of a priority than you did. But I do understand about the buy. I understand that, that you know this this waiver wire cheat sheet, much like our dynasty cheat sheets, is is always going to be t- tilted towards winning now, or in, in, in for dynasty rookie draft's sake, winning. You know, that year for for the waiver wire cheat sheet's sake, winning that week. We want to win now at Roster Watch. I, I get it. Are there any of these guys, though, that you like um, as, you know, deeper plays that we could be talking about next week as being you know way higher up on the on, on the sheet like we always talk about? Well, I, to me, the Madison Cook situation was just a reminder that if, you know, you own the other guys like Connor and Zeke and – some of these other guys, it's a good week to circle back and see if you can get those handcuffs that maybe are out there on your wire because they lost value to anybody else that may have owned them in, in your league. And, um, you know, I thought Trashman made an interesting point that in the Andy Dalton offense, he's curious whether Tony Pollard may be able to emerge as like a low-end flex himself with maybe an increase in touches and targets just to the running back position and, and and maybe somebody who can be a little bit more of a Swiss army knife there. I mean, that's a, it's a projection. Uh, but I thought that was an interesting take by the trash man this week. The, the, what, what, what happened to Dalvin cook is a reminder that these high efficiency yield handcuffs need to be owned. What's happening to Kenyon Drake right now with chase Edmonds is a reminder that these guys need to be, there's only a few of them. It's Pollard, it's Madison. It's Edmonds. It should have been Mike Davis. <laughs> it will be Mike Davis now when, 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 when Christian McCaffrey comes back. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Are there are there who are the, who are the others that are just the must own? I mean, well, I Latavius Murray had been one, but he's become oh, a sure. standalone fl- flex. Right, right, so right. he's 
owned, you know, he's, you know, pretty, pretty frequently. Yeah. So Latavius would be, the, I think there was somebody else who I couldn't think of, but it was certainly Latavius. So yeah, make sure that those guys are picked up and owned. Let's move over to the wide receiver spot and to you guys in chat, man, we are going to get to your questions. You have a bunch of good questions. We're going to get to them. And uh, for anybody that's tuned in since I last said it, uh, if you have questions about guys you can drop, maybe drop for some of these players, or you're not sure you're on, on, on the fence about whether or not you should drop them, please, uh, please let us know. And we will answer those here at the end of the podcast before, be, before we get out. But first it's fall. And at my bookie, that can only mean one thing. It's winning season. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means free bets, super contests, survivor, and more. At MyBookie, winning season is all about your chance to win big. The NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, UFC, and then some. The craziest sports fall of your lifetime is here. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Invest in your intuition. It's like from hundreds of futures bets, or you can bet games in real time with MyBookie's live betting. Put that big brain of yours to use. Use promo code ROSTER and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Thousands of cross-sport wagers, props, and parlays await. Sign up now to bet with the best and celebrate your victory. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie. So here's the deal one more time. New customers receive a 100% deposit match, which is double your first deposit, up to $1,000. Put in $100, get an extra $100 to play with, up to $1,000, but only when you use the promo code ROSTER at my bookie all right wide receivers i know they're all in a tier but i couldn't believe that you <laughs> this guy's asking did alex just wake up no i just picked i just i just picked up my I just picked up i've been dealing with my kids wait 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 till you have a two and a five-year-old <laughs> michael yeager <laughs> fuck asshole um the uh the the um i just couldn't i know they're it, it's it's all the same tier but the um, – I just can't believe that Chase Claypool just wasn't at the very top after going absolute God mode. I, I know it's just the same for all of them, but I figured you would put him at the top just to make a statement. Would you, would, would you not have him number one as, as your priority this week at the wide receiver spot? Let's say you're not doing a free agent budget. Let's just say you have waiver priority. No. I mean, no, I don't have a number one. Um, okay. If we find out that Deontay Johnson, that it, if Deontay Johnson is, we don't have that information. If I knew Deontay Johnson's status, if he's like injured and out for a while or even for a week, especially with the buy in the rearview mirror, then I think, yeah, you can make an argument that Claypool lives at the top. I'm a little bit worried that if Deontay Johnson's not like injured significantly, that there's just, you know, there's a lot of good players on that offense, right? Like you could throw it to Juju, you can get it to Deontay, you can get it to Claypool's emerging now. You still got Washington who gets in there and does something every once in a while. Um, so that was kind of my th- my thought. Uh, I certainly the big explosion, and I think you can make a strong argument. He deserves to be a starter. Like it should be, he should be a starter. It probably should be him and Deontay, or him and Juju, and then the other guy in the slot, right? So. I think there's a pretty strong argument of, uh, for that. Maybe you can take a look at the snap counts, Alex. Like you said, uh, that date is a little bit slow to come in with the uh, week uh, kind of a day behind uh, yeah. so far. But I, Juju you know played, the way I Juju okay. played more 
Juju played more snaps, and I understand that it's been because he's out. You guys, you guys in the chat, let me know if you guys are having any trouble hearing Byron. I can hear him, but his computer's freezing up. So let me know if you can't hear him, so we can put a pause on this and, uh, you know, just get him get it get his connection better. Uh, but I think I'm they can probably in. I think they could probably hear you because I think because I can hear you. But just I just want to make sure because you you keep freezing. Um, the uh, the. And I was I was looking at it earlier, and I saw. Man, it's it's weird. They 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 had him. All right, so they're all saying that 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 you're good. Thank you guys for that. Um, the uh, the the weird thing, like they had him running out of the, a bunch out of the slot. If you go look at the PFF stuff, I just wonder. I think I think I just don't know what they were doing with him, or what they were doing with Juju, or how this is going to work, or how it works when Deontay comes back. Or if like, how do you put the genie back in the bottle? I mean, how do you, how do you not just look at him? Do. I don't think you just do. Like, but yeah, I don't yeah. think you just say you're going to just throw your hands up in the air and change everything you were doing or planning on doing. Um, look, he could be at the top. He's in the top tier. I think there's some discretion there. Alex, I always expect you to be excited anytime Henry Ruggs is at the top. Oh no, I mean I am. I, I but I was just well, I was just wondering if that's like the way that you would do because it's tough, you know. Like Ruggs, if he's available, and dude, Ruggs has been dropped in leagues. We've had questions here. It's like we asked for you guys to give us um, give us the names of players that we're going to we're going to be talking about, maybe dropping and stuff. Henry Ruggs was getting asked about a lot, especially when he was hurt. Like he's available in a lot of leagues. Um, thankfully, I didn't drop him. It certainly hurt to. I did. I can't believe I didn't think about the fact beforehand. The Gruden's going to shove it in. He's going to try and shove it in Andy Reid's face once that he's got a really fast dude like Tyreek too. I can't believe I didn't think about that before the game. But so I should have played him more in DFS, um, especially in those KC Raiders stacks. Regardless, that's um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like picking it. It's, it's, it's very, it's pretty, it's pretty tilting, right? My, I didn't, my I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about it. I should have. <laughs> I, I truly should have had that thought. I truly should have. My thought was that Henry Ruggs is pretty clearly a starter for the Raiders the rest of the way, and yeah. to me, that's why he deserved to be a top. You know, but. He only got what three targets. So as Trashman said, that game could just as easily be three targets for seventeen yards as it is three targets for a hundred and change and a touchdown. Um, so that's you're going to kind of live and die by the that sword with Henry Ruggs. But he needs to be owned, man. Like you know, he, he's a nuclear flex option or a really solid wide receiver three. Um, look, what if, he could become a Hollywood Brown for you. All you need are about six targets a game to get to that level. And that's a very nice wide receiver three right now. Yeah, and the, the, and the Raiders look like they're actually a – the Raiders look like they're actually a team this year. It's crazy, man. It's really, it's really wild. I can't believe – I can't believe – I still can't believe that they beat the Chiefs. Um, okay, it, it feels odd even – it feels odd even saying that. Like it was a thing that – like it was a thing that actually really did happen. What do you think about some of these other guys up here at the very top? I mean, we talked about Rose. We talked about Claypool. It's actually a pretty – it seems like you think it's a pretty good week on the waiver wire. It's an awesome week on the waiver wire for wide receivers. And I don't even think you have to go crazy. And it's an awesome week for all the young guys. <laughs> so that gets us excited. I mean, to me, it's clear as day that T. Higgins is the number two 
in Cincinnati at this point. Uh, he's like, going to be the number one even, soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. on his way to number one. None of that's up for debate. Burrow looks awesome. So Higgins absolutely needs to be owned. Uh, we were already getting a little more pumped about Miko Hardman. Now we have the news that Sammy Watkins could miss a few weeks with a hamstring. If you need a guy to play right now, I think it's an awesome play to get Hardman in, Sands, uh, Sammy Watkins. And then, I mean, I just can't believe that LaVisca Chenault continues to be this available on the waiver wire week it's after not week. After come on here and talk about it till we're blue in the face, man. Hey, man, just let's let's get back to Claypool for just a minute, though, because it's like, was there something that fucking was there something that we missed or something that Matt Kelly and all of us missed at the senior bowl with this guy? I mean, I know that I missed he was this fast. He did not play this fast as he tested. When he tested that fast, we said, shit, that was that's crazy. I would have never in a million years guessed that guy ran sub four or five based on what we saw at the senior bowl. Um, I don't think anybody saw this coming from Claypool, which kind of brings me back to the idea of like, well, what can this really tell tell us? I mean, should it tell us something about Philly's secondary, maybe? Should it tell us that maybe they, they're using him in a way that we just didn't foresee happening? Like, what, should it tell us that maybe we should tap the brakes on Claypool a little bit because we don't want to just throw away all of our priors? I mean, he looked like he looked like a monster. I couldn't believe I mean, he scored four touchdowns. It's like once he I mean, it, once, it it it, te- it tells me that if I ran an NFL franchise and I wanted to learn how to draft wide receivers, that I would go and study everything that the Pittsburgh Steelers do, everything Kevin Colbert does. They are the savants of the entire league when it comes to drafting and developing wide receivers. It's one after the other. Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, my Juju, Deontay, uh, Martavis Bryant. There's other ones I'm not even thinking about at this point. So, oh, and I yeah. think we've seen there is a Martavis Bryant role that they've had in that offense. He kind of looks like Martavis, but he's like yeah, so he's much thicker. bigger. He's like a tank, dude. So here's my thing about Claypool is that I do think he underperformed a little bit at the Senior Bowl, but he was one of those guys that got better every day and as the week progressed and, and he was better during the red zone. He was better in a red long zone. history. We've had a long history of those guys who maybe had a slow start at the senior bowl. So they came out somewhat unheralded, but you look back and you always remember like that was one of those dudes that got better every day, had a good, you know, just had, had, had a, had a good progression through the week. I think that was always true with Claypool. My hang up with him. And I'm impressed with the NFL because they did it with Antonio Gibson too. Um, they've done the right thing with these players this offseason. I, to my surprise, is I was just worried he was going to be miscast. I mean, you heard all the talk about a tight end and these things, and in a deep class, it's hard to, you know, what are you going to do with a guy like that in your rankings? But uh, so I think maybe there's some things we missed on Claypool, um, but I'm not. I do. I'm not surprised. I think he's the real deal, and I'm not surprised. I think we saw enough at the Senior Bowl that we shouldn't be surprised that he's turned out to be this good. All right. Well, I'm not doing this just to appease our our uh, our carnival barking friend here, Michael Yeager, in the comments. But he just he's saying we, you know, he's an eagle. Uh, that, oh, that's an Eagles fan. Thirty five, thirty five. So he wants to hear all about Travis Fulgham. And he he was where I was going to go next. But, but now this is the one that I just don't I don't get it. I don't get I don't, I don't understand what happened. I don't understand what that was. I, I honestly feel like so like. 
I honestly feel like I like left my body or something and I came back and Travis fucking Fulgham of all people had to, 10 receptions for 150 something yards. And this guy's, I mean, was he cut from the lions practice squad at some point this year? Like I, I, I had to, I had to go back after on our, we were on our text chain with Matt Kelly last night. So talking about Fulgham. So last night, the night before I forgot. But I go back and I like I went back through my actual like my actual like senior bowl like notes about Travis Fulgham just to see just to see what it was that it was like what it was I'd said from the senior bowl. Byron, I couldn't find a note on it. (laughs) I couldn't like it was like was was he old Dominion? Where was he from? ODU. I I think I wrote ODU wide receiver at some point. But it's like, what ha- what happened? What happened? Like, did it felt like, like I said, it felt like an out of body experience. <laughs> what happened, Travis Fogle? I, I don't know, man. But it just goes to show that you can't. Tot- you know, all those guys that get invited to the Senior Bowl are pretty good these days, right? Like, um, that's true. You can't. Yeah. He was a, you can't just totally write any of them off, you know? He was a Jim Nagy guy. So I think the Nagy guys have been a lot better. This It's gotten consistently better. I just, you know, they're asking what they're asking. Um, he's asking why does Wentz have more success with no names than actual names? Wide? It's because he hasn't had any names. I don't know. It's because he, I mean, Carson, Carson Wentz is like last year, what he was able to do with, you know, the, that group of wide receivers, it was, I mean, it's actually in context pretty good that he's been able to be this good with such bad, you know, such such bad such bad receivers. I just don't know. I mean, can you break the bank for Travis Fogum? I mean, they're going to get back Alshon Jeffrey. I'll bet you they'll get back Djax. You know, at some point. Like, I mean, can you really? What, oh, and, Ra- and Rager too. I mean, that's Rager. He's he's he's, 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 he's got the UCL. I, I just I don't feel like Travis Fogum's a guy who you're going to be able to pick up and just think that he's not going to do this every week. Like this, I think that would be, it would be crazy to to assume such a thing. Yeah, but I think he's worth a stab at this point, right? So once you're down to that part of your waiver wire where it's basically just a, you know, a prayer, you know, you're just taking a shot on somebody. You know, he. I think he's one of the guys you're going to have to look at, man. <laughs> I right. mean, you want him? You want the Nelson Aguilors? You want the? I don't want the Nelson Aguilar. Maybe you want the Alshon Jeffries. I mean, I, I suppose you could argue, argue for the Preston Williams with who the hell knows what's about to happen with his quarterback situation. Trashman you know, says you need Christian Kirk. I picked up Christian Kirk off of waivers in our league. So funny, man. I got swindled on – I had to freaking drop Mike Williams last week, which I had a plan to pick him up on Friday, and somebody picked him up off of waivers surprisingly. Curious to go back and see who that asshole dropped to pick up. He must have had some trash at the bottom of his bench. <laughs> um, but in the other league, I picked up Christian Kirk off of waivers, and I actually played him. I told you, I, I mean, we'll see. I don't think you can get too excited about Kirk, but I felt like the arrow was pointing in the right direction last week, and uh, this was another good like building block on top of that. So I think Kirk is coming into viability as like – low end wide receiver three or a flex play. And, you know, it's like trash man said, he's the, he's the second best wide receiver on the team. So yeah, uh, it, it, it looks like, you know, they're about to start potentially utilizing that way. 
I can't believe it. So we were already getting inactives for this. This, this game's at it's six tonight, huh? I got. Oh, uh, we got to get. We. I mean, we're, we're getting inactives. So, uh, and it's a good reminder, actually. I just got that alert from the. Um, I just, I just got, actually just got that alert from the Fantasy Life app. And guys, one of the smartest things you can do is download the Fantasy Life app. It's a free app. We use them for their news alerts and their community. I just now found out that it looks like, the, I mean, it's an hour and a half away. So it's good. this game is a six o'clock game. That means I got to go to DraftKings and go reserve my, my, my showdown entries. Um, ASAP, uh, look, we use them for their news alerts, their community, Byron, uh, he's been doing stuff in there where he goes in there and has like AMAs where you can ask him questions and uh, things, things like that. Who's, who, who's that guy you were doing it with last week, Byron? One of the guy, one of the fantasy life dudes. Yasin Abbott. He's the CEO of fantasy life. Yeah. He's Matthew Berry's handpicked CEO to run that company. And um, yes, he's, he's the point yeah. man. And so I've been right there with him. Uh, it's a big audience they have over there at Fantasy Life. And what we do is we do a Friday afternoon breaking news analysis as that news is coming in from Friday practices. We're getting a lot of important information uh, for the weekend slate. So we got live analysis of that as it's coming in. And then um, we also go through the matchups, break them down and take some questions as well. So definitely you guys encourage you uh, download the Fantasy Life app. You can find me roster roster watch underscore byron i'm verified on the fantasy life app i'd appreciate oh, a follow can, well, why don't you get me verified you guys can find me on there i'm <laughs> I, i'm 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 at at hype machine which is the which is the uh which is the moniker i use for the different various fantasy contests that i play and see so byron is what by roster watch underscore byron yeah maybe and we'll get you a roster we'll get you a We'll work on yours, Alex. Okay. It's yeah. like the tw- it's like a Twitter of fantasy. It's like a it's like a dedicated, you know, Twitter for fantasy. Basically, it's like yeah. a dedicated social media for fantasy. And the news is amazing. It's they got a great community. Um, they're you know they make sure it's uh, they have a it, it's they don't have a bunch of junk. You know, people aren't talking trash over there. It's a good place to hang out, man. So. Um, yep. we're happy to be doing a bunch of stuff over there. Yeah. And it's free. So, I mean, if you download it and you don't like it, which you won't, if you're watching this kind of content, um, just, just, just delete it. <laughs> it's like, I mean, but just go give it a try. Um, all right. Any more of these wide outs or do you just want to quickly go through any of the tight ends? Uh, and then we can get to some of these questions from the different people who have left them in, uh, in the chat here. Uh, I think that we can, we can keep moving along. I, I, I maybe the last guy I'd mention is, you know, uh, it was good to see the Brandon cooks breakout. We knew it was coming, got nervous. It might not happen. Always knew it was going to be difficult to pinpoint. It was going to happen on your bench. Unfortunately, after you so had was, him in the week before for, for yeah, a fucking so we'll see how reliable it is, but I like having, I've told you, I've watched those games. He looks pretty good to me. I think it's been a chemistry thing with Watson and he's getting the targets and the snap counts. I like him being connected to Deshaun Watson. Um, he's an it to me. He's an interesting wide receiver four to to have on your team right now that you're feeling a little bit better about. Okay, and then as always, you guys can find the tight ends and the quarterbacks and everything like that just right there on the list. As far as you know, streaming defenses, et cetera, et cetera. Go to rosterwatch.com. Get a pro membership. That's how all of this is. Um, this is how all of this is possible. So we definitely appreciate all you guys. And I know once you guys in chat are, um, are definitely 
you know, pro members. And so thank you guys. And if you're not, just go go check us out over there. We we really appreciate it. We're a small, independent, American-owned company. All right. Questions. Here we go. Uh, just quick. We'll just go through some of these. Um, so he, uh, Tristan Bratcher has Mike Davis. Somebody offered him Kenyon Drake. Should he take it or leave it? Knowing that, I mean, Christian McCaffrey's going to be back next week. At this point, you just kind of hold on to Kenyon Drake. They're pretty, I mean, they're, they're, uh, Chase Edmonds should take his job, but the thing that's keeping them from not taking his job is that he is, uh, they're giving the work to Kenyon Drake. They're, they're, they're giving him the work, not the targets, but the work. Would you trade? It's a committee. Are we, are we guaranteed that Christian McCaffrey is going to be back next week? Uh, I mean, he's just such a baller. I mean, he's like, a, he's, they're playing well. Right? What are they? Three and two? Are they three and two? Yeah, I just I hadn't. I, maybe I missed. I hadn't seen the report that he was that close to to, to coming back. I thought maybe there maybe it could be another week or two. I, I mean, that to me that would all be about trying to. I'd be most interested in trying to win now, and with you just don't want the Drake headache. All right, yeah. So I mean, wait really, to find to out. To me, more winning about now me. is more important than try to get like Drake as a stash on your team. Uh-huh. But you know, if you think that Davis is a Values evaporate, then obvi- about to evaporate, then obviously, yes, you should trade it for Kenyon Drake. Okay, these are questions about these are questions about um, players they can drop. Says the first uh, this guy, <laughs> this guy's saying that he misses the he misses the garbage grab on the serious show. We don't we don't have time for that garbage grab on Sunday mornings, man. It's, it is a uh, it's. Um, <laughs> let's see, yeah, Alex, just wake up and he, he drink. He, somebody, somebody says that. They need to drink some wine with Byron. You probably, I think, if you want to drink wine, you probably want to come around, come around Lake Travis and meet <laughs> up with Alex. Um, uh, I've been drinking a lot of those whites though these days. White wines these days. Alex always told me, he said, "Man, you'd have a a, a little turning point in the evolution of your uh, your your uh, your appreciation for wine someday." Will you just you graduate to the white wines? And it's, it's true. so counterintuitive, but it just happens. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard to go back actually it happen, <laughs> happens in your mid your kind of middle middle late 30s and you start really <laughs> loving chardonnay um let's see so this guy's run omar f his running backs are mixon eckler bell mckinnon and justin jackson would you trade away darren waller for antonio gibson he also has robert tanyan he has mixon eckler bell mckinnon justin jackson if he has tanyan i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind picking up gibson I'd rather I wouldn't keep Waller. Can you take Tanyan and one of those other running backs and go get Gibson? That's Tanyan what you do. See, 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 see if you can go Tanyan plus McKinnon or something like that for Gibson. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is where I was asking if they could hear you. Um, they say they can hear you fine. Keelan Cole, is he a thing now? Um, he's getting targeted. I just, I'm not interested in Keelan Cole. Uh, we, dude, we saw what DJ Chark was capable of before he kind of got banged up again when they gave him nine targets in week four. So I'm not sure that, you know, Keelan Cole is not too far on my radar. I think he's somewhere on the, on the, on the cheat sheet though. He's on the sheet. I think the main thing is just you have to monitor DJ Chark's status. Yeah. I mean, Keelan Cole is a little bit of a thing in Jacksonville. I mean, he is, but not really in fantasy <laughs> unless the circumstances are just right. So you don't want to chase his points, but I mean, he's a desperation guy that, that you can reasonably take a look at. Is Hollywood Brown for Juju a good trade if he has Juju? That's from Connor Nero, 15. 
I'd rather have Hollywood Brown. That's a bizarre trade. I don't know. Those trades don't go down unless one side thinks they're ripping the other side off or unless there's a buy situation you're trying to reconcile, like somebody can't swallow somebody's upcoming buy. But that those intra-positional one-for-one trades, they, they don't make it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Outside of those, nope. those situations. I don't I don't like those trades and I I, I I hate even answering questions about them because it goes against what it but goes, wouldn't you take Hollywood Brown if that was sitting came across your desk? Wouldn't you take Hollywood Brown? I would. You're not ripping anybody off, but I think I would take Hollywood Brown. Maybe depends on Deontay's status. If you find out Deontay Johnson, I view those two assets. As, I, I view those two guys as pretty similar. similar. How much I value them. Um, what the uh, this, this OMRF is giving you a shout out for the James Robinson scouting. He picked. He's saving his bacon. Yep, that was good work. Antonio, that wasn't just Byron too, though. That was like I, I was the I was at this combine telling. Um, okay, uh, hey Michael Yeager, finally. Okay, twelve team dynasty superflex. Antonio, a bunch of Antonio Gibson trade. Antonio Gibson and Tua for Russell Wilson and superflex. His only other starter is Matt Ryan, but he could use he, hell yeah, he, he could dude. use a Gibson. If yeah. you can get that done, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I what like that guy's too. remembering, Alex, is when I piped in from Jaguars camp. And this is before – this is just when we were talking about how we thought James Robinson was going to make the team. And that was like big news. Way out there. At that point, right. that wasn't even on anybody's radar. We were like, dude, he's going to make the team, I promise you, is what I was saying that day. And so I think that's what <laughs> that list <laughs> All right. Let's go through some of these names. Can you drop them? Damian Harris. No. Okay. DeAndre Swift. If you have to, you you begrudgingly. He's a stash. If you wanted Madison. Oh yeah. What if you wanted? What if you wanted Justin Jackson? I'd have to have a real plan for Justin Jackson. I think it's fine, but you have a plan for Justin Jackson. He's got a bye week. Like, what? Make sure you know what you're going to be doing with him if you're going to. Go out okay. of your way to do something with him. I have a feeling that I have a feeling we're going to be talking about Justin Jackson again. Malcolm Brown. He can be dropped. It looks like it's a three-headed monster. Sammy Watkins. You can drop him if he's got a hamstring injury and he's going to miss any more than a week. You can drop him. Somebody asked about John Brown. Are we getting news that he's not active tonight? He was probable with the calf. I didn't have any. I, I, I just saw that the inactives came in, and I, I, I just made note of the fact. Let me just look at it. I'll pull up the Fantasy Life app here. Bill's inactives. Zach Moss, Jake Fromm, John Brown's inactive. Yep. I would prefer not to, jo- to drop John Brown. He's been, he's been good before the injury, and Josh Allen is on fire. So if you can keep John Brown – to me, I mean, unless it's like an eight-team league, I mean, he's got value. He could at least be a throw-in on a trade to a team who can stomach his situation right now. Would you drop T. Higgins to pick up Henry Ruggs or Chase Claypool? No. What about Robert Tanyan? Would you drop him to pick up any of those guys not named Madison? Uh, yeah, if I needed a wide receiver, I would. Is Hunter Renfro droppable now that Ruggs is back? Yep. Is Mark Ingram droppable? 
I don't think so. I mean, in a, in, I mean, I guess there could be extenuating circumstance where he is, but I don't think that's mainstream just yet. What about Golden Tate? Fuck Golden Tate. Yeah, he's dropping. Golden Tate.